0: All right. With the, the filmmaking team of One Night Stand, uh, Dana Sorreo, who is the writer, producer, Mark Sorreo, who is the director, uh, played at the Comedy Film Festival. It's 29 minutes. It's really a one act play in many regards. Like, I'm, was this a play before it was a script? I'm just assuming that because it could it could read it reads and like not that it's not cinematically visual, it's just that it, it could easily be a, a stage play as well.
1: Yes, actually, it was 100% a a play before it was a a short. It started as a feature way back five or six or maybe even seven years ago. Um, And it was just, I had a hard time with the characters figuring out how to get them from point A to point B to point C and and tell the story as a whole, which was more about them. Um, And I was taking some creative writing classes and my playwriting teacher suggested using it for... the one-act play because then they would be stuck in one spot so it turned into a uh 11 page screen uh play for the stage um and then it sat on a shelf for a really really long time (laughs) and then during the pandemic uh my teacher had reached out and asked if she could do a, a a virtual reading of it and kind of reignited the the flame there
0: gotcha um
1: and mark had this brilliant idea of Setting it at Christmas time and making it her birthday and all of these other wonderful things that just kind of expanded the whole thing.
0: All right. So taking me back. So you're it was a child on the shelf. We kind of are almost a writing exercise. Your teacher asked you to do the one play, because I guess people were wanted to kind of have content during during COVID, doing do some Zoom uh, kind of table readings, I guess, correct?
1: Yeah, it was a, it was the, it was a play that when I had taken the class, she just she loved it so much, and we had talked about doing uh, an actual read way back then. Um, and then I graduated from it, and and you know it just it's that. And I guess she was also doing um, some acting classes, and mm. she wanted to give her her students some exercises. So gotcha. she sounds like, would it be okay?
2: And then ultimately, hearing it live and acted out, we're like, oh, this is good. And and our company does like a holiday video at the end of, of every year. And uh, sometimes they're super creative. So I said, why don't we do this as our holiday video, you know, make a short and, and hearing it out loud ignited, this is really good. Let's flesh it out a bit. And then the same teacher had some industry uh, folks um, on a, another call and they gave feedback to it and it was all positive, And they had some great feedback and we took the feedback that they gave us plus ideas that we we were coming up with and then we got really excited about actually shooting it. So that's kind of kind of how it, it got to uh being filmed. So then
0: you guys just like you just you you kind of like let's just make this a short film. Is that what the next step was?
1: <laughs> yeah I did I don't think it we thought it was going to be 30, it was thirty six pages originally from eleven. So what? it was uh quite a quite an expansion and then trim down trim down trim down and i think it, it ended up being like 32 pages but i think we always knew it was going to be turned into a short um but i'm glad that we kept it feeling like a stage play because even while we were planning in pre-production it we were that was the goal was to always have it stick true to the roots of, of yeah. the play and to feel like you're just there you're in it um, and it's kind of in real time more or less there's only one mm-hmm. little time jump in there
0: um yeah yeah, exactly so tell me about um yeah because yeah it it really is kind of plays from from the first time she wakes up until then all shenanigans take place until (laughs) there's a body you know we don't think like i don't want to give everything away but i'm just curious (laughs) about i'm curious about tone from a directorial standpoint because this the tone can go off the rails i guess right in terms of like a, a film like this where it's really just Kind of three characters, I know there's the one person's dead, <laughs> but uh, it's really but in in terms of like kind of keeping it grounded, keeping it everybody's working on the same film. Did you guys have discussions about that? Uh, yeah, about-
2: if yeah, that when, when, one of the uh, um uh, peers who gave feedback said this is a farce, like so you could push some of the farceness, you know, you could push it a little bit in that direction, but at the same toke- token, we wanted to keep it like. Well what would you do? Like, you know, what would you do if you woke up? You know, most people would call the cops. So we had to we had to make the stakes high enough then, yeah. you know, that, that that they wouldn't. And yeah, these characters are a little bit of, of idiots, right? You know, I mean, let's call a spade a spade, but <laughs> we we were wrestling with that. We don't want to we don't want to be like the three stooges, but at the same token, you know, there's farceness in it. So we did have tone discussions of how far are we gonna go with something and the Betty character the larger character, he was even further, you know, um, more like that. We kept toning him back a little bit as we did the reads. He's
1: very quirky in the original. Yeah.
2: Very, very quirky. And we liked the way it read in the original, but as we started doing the reads and we started doing rehearsals, we kind of kept toning it back a little bit more and saying it felt like it, to keep it a little bit more on that real side, you know, was where was where we wanted to go with it.
1: Yeah, and the characters—they were always supposed to feel like real people, and and we went back and forth and did a lot of edits to the script to make sure that no matter what happened, no matter how crazy the the situations got, that they were still real people in these in this very real situation, and we didn't lose sight of how how you would react and how you would handle the situation if if it was if it was you in that situation. Yeah a
0: hundred percent because it's like you don't like to go back to the Zander the the one character it's like you don't want them to be too like off the wall too outer space that we stop caring about the other characters or they take away from the real story I guess right? Right. Yeah, exactly 100 exactly. percent Because the because what makes this film work is that we care about her like immediately. Like for whatever reason the way you guys set it up is that we we care <laughs> about her. Like and so then well, Soon as we yeah. do, then the rest of the film, we 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 want to root for her along the way. I guess, right? That's
1: funny. It's funny you say that too, because you know the whole time when we were doing uh, even the initial initial play reads, my biggest question was always back to to the viewers and anybody who had seen it or who was like experiencing it or who read the script. I was like, is she likable? Yeah. She needs to be likable. I like her. Yeah. I relate to her, but she does so many bad things is she still likable and and every at the end of every read through at the end of every um performance it was yes she's yeah. still she's very she's that just was just a
2: concern likeable. of ours though she had to be like he said she had to be likable well, you, you had to buy into her you know journey otherwise it's it's over right you don't you don't care you right. know so
0: yeah yeah because yeah she's she's the definite protagonist right and then like in yes. and then, at the same time at the end of the film you kind of want her to be with the right person you want <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean it's just like you want her to to uh to basically want to grow to make yeah. the right decision
2: <laughs> finally make the right decision on some level
0: <laughs> yeah no but this is what you do this is youth right this is what this I, is you go through these situations of course it's not as extreme of, of it's a comedy right but you go you pick the wrong people and then you're lonely you know all these kind of things that take place right so tell me okay. about her the, the actress where did you find her
1: Rebby came from a casting director. We had, we had posted for casting ourselves and we're having a really hard time f- finding the right person. And so we reached out to a casting director friend of ours and she was one of the first self-tapes that came back. And I knew it was her because in the tape she, we had them, we had them do two scenes. We had them do the scene where they wake up and there's a dead body. And we had them do the scene where the, the three of them are arguing back and forth about the cemetery and like what to do with the body. And in the scene where she's discovering there's a dead body, she goes, hot guy, hot guy. And she kept saying hot guy. And I'm like, nobody else had done that. Nobody else had like talked to the body. Nobody else Mm -hmm. had like said words out loud besides the the big F-bomb at the beginning. And I was dying and watching this girl, I'm like, she just embodied it. And she had, she just has this like very cool factor to her. Her hair just like has this natural messiness to it. She's got some little tattoos. She's just... She's like just the right amount of grungy rock and roll, but also still like, I think maybe you might be my barista at Starbucks, like good girl
0: kind of feel. I I don't know. It was
1: just, she was kind of perfect for it. It's
0: it's the cliche thing to say, but like, she's the classic like girl next door. I even hate saying that, but (laughs) it's like, that's what I think that's what you're kind of referring to. Like she just, yeah,
1: (laughs) she's not, she's not
0: anybody. She could be right.
1: Right. She's got faults. Yeah, she was real. She's relatable. She's yeah. got faults.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like, like you said, she could be the barista. She can be the, the model. She could be whatever, like she can, she's all kind of all types and forms, I guess. Right. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, okay. So tell me about um the shooting style because it's like, was it a lot of it hand, like some of it handheld, some of it. Yeah.
2: So. We we decided to be on sticks, uh, tripod in the beginning when everything's okay. Yeah. And as soon as she notices the body is dead, we go handheld because her world changes. Yeah. We kept handheld the entire film until the very end. Again, not giving away, but when things go back to being better, it when, goes on sticks again. When the again. problem is when when the the solved. When the
1: body problem is solved. Yeah, exactly. It goes back
2: to, goes back to being on sticks. So it was complete handheld uh two camera we did two cameras you know the entire time okay and we um let them go we let them run five minute scenes you know and and just tried to you know let it play out in in real time a little bit that way and, and 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 covered it uh we shot over three days um and we did
1: like three or four rehearsals yeah
2: so it was handheld uh you know, intentionally to kind of give that feel of the world is not right at this moment in time
0: because yeah, you give a lot of their uh because because coverage wise because i guess you, you said you used two cameras like you give a lot of the actors their own space i guess right like the perfect example is that they come into the dead body and then like everybody's reacting like the the, the character like the very character the friend is basically with the dead body he's alone she's alone so you're giving them like all their kind of like moments i guess right and, and editing i'm sure it was like you had lots to play with in terms of putting it all together
2: exactly yeah. and then like you know the the benny he's enamored with it right you know a little bit of that weekend up birdies kind of thing you know let yeah. me go play with this dead body and then you know uh, size uh,
0: right that's the first thing you right
2: get through, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> kevin's trying to figure out what the heck's going on she's trying to get out of it you know she's trying to remember the night they're all in their own worlds you know and their own agendas you know and yeah exactly
0: <laughs> but at the same time like like metaphor like uh like nobody's together yet right, right. They're, not, right. they're not a unity yet. yeah right so exactly yeah exactly
2: Again, that was all designed that way, and you know, we ran rehearsals. We ran rehearsals. You know, um, when we went to the rehearsal space. We kind of mapped out where everything was because it does all take place in one apartment. So we also said, how do we keep this interesting in one space? You know, so trying to move it from the bedroom to the living room, back to the front door, to the, you know, trying to move it around in the one location to keep it interesting, and um, was a lot of blocking. You know, i you know, in, for for a short. 20-minute time period, you know, the blocking was its own demon, you know, so trying to make sure that we knew where everybody was going, why they're going to where they're going, um, was, was yeah. really important and rehearsing that, you know, so when we got there, we was just like, all right, let's go.
1: Yeah, I give the actors a lot of credit for, for doing these really long takes, for remembering where they were supposed to be when they're saying each piece of the line, because there was, there's a lot of motion in and around the bed and around the kitchen, and, you know, Mark would give them, three notes from a five-minute take and while they're handling all those other things yeah. they got all three of those notes from on the second take oh and they so must have
0: they were, as actors they must have loved it like five minutes they, yeah. they
1: were they were incredible they were incredible
0: yeah it was <laughs> and then the other great. two actors where did you do they audition as well and you found them through auditions
1: yes so they they both of them were we had found them through um our our casting notice um Zach, who plays Kevin, uh, he was like one of my top three people. And then actually, um, um, Josh, who played Benny, we were going back and forth between him and somebody else, but they would have been two very different types of Bennys. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what we, we ended up having a second callback audition where we kind of mix and match them. So Rebby was there, Zach was there, and then it was this other guy as Benny, and then we brought Josh in. And just the chemistry of the three of them, it was instant. It was instant. It was like watching the actual film in the audition room. It was cool.
0: And they never knew each other beforehand. They just met each other.
1: Um, I think Freddie and Josh had worked on something together. Yeah.
2: And yeah. And, and then Kevin, the, the guy, Zach. Zach, Zach plays Kevin, he never acted like in a, in, a, in a It was like his first production, he said. Like he said, he was a Shakespearean actor. He was this other trained actor. And he comes on board on this comedy. I thought he killed it. And he's like, this is my first kind of shoot like this. And I'm like, well, like, whoa, "Whoa, you're doing amazing. So thank you. You know, he he got it. He had
1: just graduated with a master's degree from Juilliard. Yeah, I
0: saw that on his website. Yeah. yeah.
2: He's like acting, you know, (laughs) we're like, "Uh, you're the dumb boyfriend who's coming over to propose. But they all really loved their characters and got into it. And, you know, and, uh, you know. The casting, like Dana said, we 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 had maybe four people for each role, and we just did chemistry reads. We kept rotating people in with each other. We told them we were going to do that and be like, "All right, we, can we see this group? Can we see this group?" You like, and-
1: come hang out for two hours and just get ready to act with other people. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, so you shot it for three
0: days, and then like, it was a lot of it. Like, was it all of it all script? Because you said you had these five minute takes. Were they allowed to like improv a little bit, like change a line here and there? I'm just curious about that.
1: We. I mean we didn't we never said don't do that but they stuck they more or less stuck Here and the the there they would add things and there's one <laughs> there's one scene at the end when when Zach Kevin the car- character Kevin one proposes again I don't think that's giving that away too much he adds a line probably that was unscripted and like we Mark What's called it? cut and everyone lost it it was just I don't know why, but it was just like the
2: funniest thing. We, we wanted to do more improv and give them improv takes, but the clock was just ticking, you know, so we obviously wanted to get what was predominantly written and, but they would add their little nuances like that. There was a couple of other places where they added some words or changed something that was just like, that's awesome. You know, so we, we definitely encouraged it. We just, I wish we had more time to let that play a little bit more and let them do you know a little bit more within that. You know, in a long take, you all of a sudden you start improvising and you throw somebody else off. It's like, wait a second, where the heck are we? Yeah, you exactly. know, so, um If we
1: had a fourth day with them, I think.
2: And a little maybe more time we, for each Yeah, scene. I mean,
1: maybe we would have allowed, the, like, had the opportunity for them to improv. But we had, I and mean, we had rehearsed so much too that it wasn't like it. Probably for them, it was easier to not have to. Yeah, improv. of
0: course, yeah. Because yeah, it, everything just feels so tight. Everything seems personal. I was just curious about that. Like everything has a purpose to it. So right. Yeah.
2: Really, really made sure everything had a purpose. You know, if it's brought up in the beginning and had to come back in the end. You know, really tried to yeah. make sure everything was there for a reason. And um, and one one other thing, if you, you don't mind me mentioning, with with Logan the dead guy, <laughs> um, finding a guy who was into being dead. You know, who looked like Rob Lowe. Yeah, and could be a dead guy. Then there's in my world, there's, in my eyes, there is a lot of acting and being dead and what he did, it, it is a physical role because we wanted to be a little bit of that weekend at Bernie's, especially when, you know, Benny's playing with him, that, you know, he has to help him do some of that stuff, right, you know, and yeah. so so to, to find a guy who could do that and look like Rob Lowe, we got really, 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 really lucky because that's how it was written in the script, Rob Lowe, and if guy didn't look like Rob Lowe, it wouldn't have sold or we would have had to change the line, and he walked in, we're like, <laughs> Oh please, please be able to be a dead guy, <laughs> you know. In the rehearsals, we would um, tell the actors, uh, uh, casting, like move him from here to here, comedically over the next three minutes, and we would see they would you know they drop him you know they they would yeah. do stuff with him, and that's how we kind of auditioned for the dead guy. And he was able to just do it, and he he had a blast doing it, and took it really seriously. So it was like. You know, I, I thought he was a, a great addition to the no, whole thing. No, I, I
0: think you're right. It's like, it's like I, I didn't mean to even diminish it as well. I think yeah. you're, what you're saying is 100% right, because it's not like he's just standing and lying in the bed. Like, there is some physical comedy happening, I guess, too, right? Right, so, right. right. exactly. Yeah. So, you know... Um... I give
1: him a lot of credit for keeping a straight face that whole time, too. <laughs> so, That's
0: in tired. the end, this is just about, like, almost a film about a girl trying to find, like... The best like uh i guess trying to find herself in the context of like who the right people are in her life especially who the right partner is i guess right
1: yeah it's 100 a coming of age story yeah. um you know shrouded in death and dismay yeah. and, and you know farcical things but it ultimately yeah it's a coming of age story she's rounding a corner of a new decade and mm-hmm. um you know she's got to come face reality that she's made some mistakes in her life and it's maybe time to make better decisions and hopefully even though she doesn't not much happens in it because it's only, you know, over the course of a of a short day. Yeah. She does grow just enough. (laughs) She
0: there's an arc. (laughs) She's starting to like
1: make that journey. There's an arc,
0: right? So but then she did, but she did sleep with a Chipotle guy though, right? well <laughs> in, my, in my eyes it's a no And her it's on the, it's on the phone, right? phone right yeah. like it's on the phone in the end right so yeah
2: yeah we
1: we started playing around with turning this into uh, a pilot for a series and sure. in the series she doesn't sleep with him but they hook up
0: oh, okay yeah. no it's a great it's a great like chipotle it's like saying that over and over again it's like it's something funny about it i guess right <laughs> it's,
1: funny. it's a funny word yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. and it's something that we all know it's like it's like it's a franchise that we see in every other corner of the, of the street too right in most cities right yeah
2: right exactly
0: <laughs> so we sent you the audience our festival sent you the audience feedback video what did you think about the audience talking about your film
1: It was super cool. You know, when I first saw the link come through, I was like, okay, like mentally preparing myself for like positive critique, you know, like how do you make this better? What would people like to have seen? Cause you know, always looking for spaces and ways to improve. Um, and then it was overwhelmingly positive and I was blown away and we, but we watched it actually, uh, it came through and we we were so excited to watch it. We watched it at the airport on our way home, uh, a couple, well, I guess it was two or three weeks ago. And it was just like I couldn't wipe the smile off my
2: face. I and I thought it was a great surprised. feature, a great thing that you do. I, I Nobody else has really done that. And it was very valuable. And it was like, you know, yeah, uh, we really loved it. You know, it was well done. Well yeah. done. <laughs>
1: this festival as a whole has been really uh, open with communication and like really positive feedback for the film and 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 the creating, yes, a very positive experience and, and a community even. And it's been refreshing so thank you
0: oh the, thank you thank you for that yeah well it's easy when you when you make a good film like you guys did too, right <laughs> thank you <laughs> no, it's it's like it's it's the, there there's something about a comedy festival when you're when you're watching and i'm sure you guys have been to one before where like the audience is like it's it's, it's like going to a stand-up show it's like they want they want to laugh right but it doesn't it doesn't come easy it still doesn't come easy right Right. like like (laughs) you're rooting you're
2: rooting for every comedian or every film to make you laugh you know and it's like it's like come on come on do it it's
0: almost like the expectations are even higher right because you're supposed to laugh right
2: Right. like like, why
0: aren't yeah then why aren't you laughing right we like going to a stand-up show it's like you you're you're supposed to make me laugh so go (laughs) right yeah and you guys proved it it's like it's a very it's a for a short it's a longer like most shorts comedy shorts are like five ten minutes long it's like yeah. when i first saw it when it got approved i was watching and i'm like oh 29 minutes okay and then it, it just flew by for me it was like oh yeah. it's already
2: over it's like it plays quick it plays really yeah. quick you know yeah. it's like
1: it's a lot of stuff there's a lot of dialogue there's a lot of action so many things happen in, yeah. in that short yeah. amount of time and that
2: is how we rehearsed it and told the actress this needs to play fast like go quick <laughs> like it's 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 a tense situation and there's a lot going on and it's like just rip it, you know? And <laughs> they 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 did it. Have you guys worked together before?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. We've been okay. uh we've been married <clears throat> four years now, but we've been together for a little bit longer than that. And we've worked together for close to 15 years now. Um so yes, we've worked on a few things. A couple the, the last short film we actually wait is that right? White spruce, the last yeah. one was the white spruce, which I also wrote and Mark directed, um, which is also a farce about a guy uh, on a Christmas tree farm working Christmas Eve, and all of the crazy people who come to visit him come to buy a tree, um, and, and there's there's just the one tree that's that's left. But um, so that we we don't we do a lot of corporate work. The company that we own is Gray Sky Films. So we do a lot of com- corporate and commercial work. So when we get to flex our creative muscles for sure you got kind of stuff.
0: Bills, I guess, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we jump with the opportunity to work on other but stuff like this. So. We work
2: very well together. She's great with the dialogue and, and creating the world. I'm great with what if this happened or that happened, you know? So we 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 really work well off each other, you know, and, um, and both on set, both in pre-production and production, we just kind of know, our roles, you know, and, and who's going to do what. And it just, uh, it, it makes for a great experience.
1: He challenges that's, me to make sure that things that I'm writing have a purpose yeah, and that like, that things come full circle and they that nothing's put in there just to, just to be in it, that it all well, comes that's back. That's so
0: good to see. hear. That, that really is good to hear. Cause I know it's like, cause you're, you like, you have a, a personal relationship and then you have a professional relationship. It's hard to like, like take, like most people can't handle one. Right. Like, so <laughs> so it's hard to do too heavy yeah. Yeah. so i anybody who can do it i, I have like hats off Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. it's, not, it's
2: we, not easy it has his moments but sure, mostly you know, it's perfect, mostly, but... mostly it's a great experience you know if i push it too far and so i, I want to keep something i, I, I I'll let it be for now <laughs> you know and then it, you digest it and usually you know come around well congratulations on this film
0: let's talk again when you make your next comedy or make your next film in general we'd love to uh show more of your work at your festival
2: really appreciate that it's a pleasure speaking with you today and really appreciate the opportunity
0: Thanks.
2: one two three four five